to the $100 MBA show, just the boost you need to build a business you want every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started by co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Q&A Wednesday. On Q&A Wednesdays, I answer a question from one of you, one of our listeners. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me over at omar at 100mba.net. Today's question is from Alex, and Alex asks, Hey Omar, love the podcast, and I actually like your sponsor reads. That leads me to my question, how do I secure sponsors for my podcast? I've been running my podcast for about 13 months now, and I've had slow and steady growth. And I like to monetize it by adding good sponsors that are a good fit for my audience. What are the first steps? How do I get started? Appreciate the help, Alex. Well, we'll take a deep dive in today's lesson on how to secure sponsorships for your podcast specifically. There are several different choices and different options depending on the size of your podcast in terms of your audience, how many downloads you get, as well as how to package your offering to make it a no-brainer for your sponsors. This is something that we've been working on for years because we've been running the podcast for eight years and we refined our process and I wanna share it with you. So let's get into it, let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Identity Digital. Creating a business website? Consider an Identity Digital descriptive domain extension. With over 300 extensions to choose from, you can create truly unique descriptive domains like headfirst.agency or internet.games. Plus, because you're using meaningful words on both sides of the dot, you can rank higher in search results. Many people settle for a name that isn't true to their vision, but you don't have to compromise. Go to name.digital and use code M. BA100 to get 25% off your descriptive domain extensions through August 2023. Don't stop at the dot. That's MBA100 for 25% off a descriptive domain extension that doesn't compromise your digital identity. In today's Q&A Wednesday, Alex asks, how does he secure sponsors for his podcast? So the short and sweet answer is actually build an amazing show. I know that sounds a little bit annoying, but that's the reality. If you build a show with a great following that starts to get traction, that people know about, that ranks well or um, does well in your niche or gets written up in articles, sponsors will find you. And the best way of getting there, getting to that point, is making sure your show is as good as possible. Whether it's the sound quality, the content, of course, if you have guests, the quality of your guests and your interviewing skills, bringing something new to the genre or your category, differentiating yourself and niching down. These are ways to really improve the quality of your podcast so that it can get shared and get noticed and really have sponsors come after you. That's kind of the best situation to be in. But I do understand that it's crowded out there and it can get really competitive. And maybe you want to start securing sponsors as you get to that point, as you start growing. And I get it. So let me start with kind of the easiest solution to getting sponsorships, and that's working with an agency. Uh, there's a lot of agencies out there that will reach out to you if you're growing, uh, or you can reach out to them if you are 
uh, getting a reasonable number of downloads per episode. Most of these agencies have a minimum requirement of downloads per episode to kind of engage with them and have a contract. Uh, some of these uh, start at 5,000 downloads an episode, some about 10,000 downloads an episode. Things have changed over the years. Uh, when I got started eight years ago, so I'd look into that. But there's a lot of different agencies like Midroll, Megaphone, Authentic, Earwolf, and more. And some of the top podcasts use these agencies like the Oprah Winfrey Show, This American Life, The Daily, uh, The Office Ladies, Revisionist History, and our podcasts. So we use Midroll as our agent and they secure all of our sponsors. Okay. So we work with them. They take a cut. It's a reasonable cut. So for us, it's worth it because they do all the legwork and the finances and they just send us the money uh, every single month for the sponsors that we've secured. They do all the negotiation. We just focus on having a great show. And as the show grows, so does our revenue. So you can just have a goal where it's like, hey, I'm going to get to that level of downloads. And once I do, I'm going to reach out to one of these agencies and they're going to do all the work for me. Now, there are people that take a different route and there are podcasts that just do their own sponsorship bookings, meaning they reach out to businesses, they reach out to partnerships and they secure their own sponsors. And this is totally doable. I know a lot of podcasts that do this. In fact, I would say most podcasts do this. And basically, they sell their spots on an episode. They might sell, a, you know, a fee to be a sponsor for one spot like a mid-roll or one spot for a pre-roll or a combination of both. And they, you know, secure the whole episode. And the going rate for a mid-roll, which is 60 seconds, is $25 per thousand downloads or per melee is what it's called. So say for example, your show gets 3000 downloads per episode, then you can charge $75 per spot. Most podcasts, they create a rate card like a PDF and they you can use Canva to make this happen. And they uh, send out this rate card to those who are interested in sponsoring your show. Some people do cold outreach to companies that already are sponsoring podcasts. So if you hear a sponsor on a podcast uh, and they're spending money on podcast advertising, you know that they might be interested in advertising maybe on your show if your audience is a good fit for their product. Reaching out to their marketing team and saying, hey, this is my podcast. These are my numbers. This is my audience. Here's how much it costs. Uh, there's a good chance you can strike a deal. My advice is have a minimum number of episodes that they book because a sponsor is going to need more than one episode to actually get a conversion. So it needs some repetition. Uh, a lot of people kind of have a minimum of 10 episodes or something like that. So that way uh, there's some continuity. Now, when you're selling your spots, it's not just the spots on the podcast you're selling. You're selling also mentions on the show notes page, uh, links, backlinks to their actual product or service or whatever the call to action is. Maybe you can include shout outs on social media on your profiles. That's kind of a nice added bonus. You're adding a lot of value to the sponsorship now. Maybe you want to mention them in your newsletters. This is another great advantage. And a lot of people uh, would love all that exposure to your audience and not just a read right on the episode. Now, when you're reaching out to these companies, my advice is try to lock in a long-term deal. Three months, six months, a year. Because 
one, they're going to get a better return on investment because your audience is get more and more familiar with their brand and their product, and they're going to get more conversions. Two, it's just as much work to secure a sponsor for one month than to secure a sponsor for one year. And it's better for you to book out your whole year with a sponsor for at least, you know, a mid-roll or pre-roll. And then you can really just focus on your show. So I highly recommend trying to lock in longer deals, even if it's just a month or two months or three months at the start. This is going to allow you to kind of just focus on the show and not have to sell sponsorships over and over and over. If your podcast is not hitting no 10,000 downloads, which is actually quite hard to hit that milestone, and you can't go the agency route, uh, you may not want to do the sales activity of reaching out to companies and striking deals and locking contracts. There is an alternative, and that is doing partnerships or affiliates. That's when you become an affiliate or a partner of a company and you recommend them on your podcast as a read, as a mid-roll or a pre-roll. And when they convert with your link, you get a commission. Depending on how responsive your audience is or how much they really value your opinion, this could be actually more lucrative than sponsorship reads that are paid in advance because this is reoccurring commission for most affiliate programs, meaning you might run uh, an ad and somebody hears that ad, buys the product, and month over month, you're getting commission just from one purchase, even when that ad is done and gone. So think of the tools that you use to run your business. Think of the things that you would endorse. Look them up. Find out if they have an affiliate program. Sign up for their affiliate program. Reach out to their marketing team or to their support team and say, hey, do you have any copy or any uh, text I can use to uh, do a podcast read. Even bullet points would be helpful. And that way you can use that information to form your own read and share your affiliate link. Now, some of these companies, a lot of these companies I found, will actually create a unique link for you so that way it's easy to read on a podcast. If you just tell them, say, hey, I'd love uh, you know, an affiliate link that's kind of easy to read out and not just like some string of numbers at the end of their URL, for example, companyx.com slash MBA. That's an easy thing for people to hear and to remember and go to. So I would reach out to Company X and I would say, hey, can I get a nice, pretty URL that I can easily say on a podcast and that forward to my uh, affiliate link? Most people will be very accommodating because literally it'll take the IT team uh, three minutes to do this. And in return, they're getting free exposure on a podcast and you get to get the reoccurring commission for each sale that's made with your URL. I got more on today's topic, but before that, let me give love to today's sponsor. Support for today's show comes from ConvertKit. If you're a creator, a blogger, a coach, there is no better email marketing software than ConvertKit. How do I know? I'm a ConvertKit user myself. We use ConvertKit to send out all our marketing for Webinar Ninja. Why do we use them? Well, it has everything you need. It has all the power and automation and features you would expect from a robust email marketing software without all the complexity. You can jump in and get started easily, whether you're building out your newsletters, whether you're creating an email course that people can opt in and automatically get automated emails, whether you want to create automations with conditions like, hey, if they click this link, then send them this email, or you simply just need a way to collect email addresses on your website. 
ConvertKit makes it super simple. Best of all, they have a free plan, so you can get started right away. If you're already on an existing email marketing software somewhere else, ConvertKit will migrate you to their platform with any annual plan. So they literally did this for me and I was blown away because their team worked with me. They actually did all the work for me and they said, hey, we're done. Your ConvertKit account is ready with all your emails and all your sequences and all your forms on your website and everything. Pretty, pretty cool. To check out ConvertKit and get started for free, just go to 100mba.net slash ConvertKit. Again, that's 100mba.net slash ConvertKit. To wrap up today's lesson, you have a few options. Let's recap uh, to securing sponsorships on your podcast. One, you can use an agency for getting enough downloads. Two, you can secure your own sponsorships and make your own package deals and reach out to partners that would be perfect fit for your uh, business, people that would be happy to sponsor your podcast, create a rate card. You can go to Canva, make a nice infographic, one pager, uh, you know, showing your potential sponsor uh, a little bit about your uh, audience, your demographics, your download numbers, your success, maybe some reviews that your favorite reviews that you've gotten so far. And of course, uh, the prices for the packages that you sell. And option three is to use the affiliate model where you promote a product using your affiliate link and then you get a commission when a sale is made. There's one option that's not really sponsorships, but that's promoting your own products or services. This is often overlooked. If you have a product or service, especially if you're just launching something new or you have an offer or a sale or some sort of uh, you know, relaunch, put some spots for your business and promote it. Promote those products of yours and leverage the existing audience you have in your podcast to make sales on your products. We've done this several times and this really helps us gain new customers because we're gaining new listeners all the time on the podcast. That wraps up today's episode. Thanks so much, Alex, for asking today's Q&A Wednesday's question. If you got a question you want to ask, just go ahead and email me at omar at 100mba.net. I'll make sure to answer right here on Q&A Wednesday. If you love the show, leave us a rating and review. Open up your favorite podcast app. Let us know what you think of the show. We read all our feedback. Thank you so much in advance for popping us a rating and review and supporting the show by showing other people what you love about the podcast. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. There's another option when it comes to sponsorships that can help you grow your own show, and that's sponsorship swaps. Find other podcasts that maybe are the same popularity around the same rank as you on podcast apps, have the same kind of number of downloads, and say, hey, let's swap spots for spots. So you say, hey, I'll promote your podcast for five episodes, and you do the same for me. You guys can you know, exchange copy or bullet points and that way you can leverage each other's audiences to bring in new listeners to your show. This is a good way to fill in any empty spots you have in your sponsorship schedule. Support other podcasts that can get exposure and then in exchange, your show gets exposure to a new audience and you get new listeners, which then gets you more downloads, which then allows you to have better sponsors and better deals. Thanks so much for listening and I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.